Hi friends, my name is Paige. I'm Morgan. And this is Girl, Girl Manufactured. Manufactured. Listen or cringe along with us as we look back at music from the It Girls, wannabes, and victims of the tween idol industrial complex. Which icons broke the mold? And which sitcom starlets turned forgotten pop stars still deserve their flowers? Our credentials were two queer millennials who were raised on aughts Disney, Nickelodeon, and MTV. I work in communications now, but I'm a graduate of a performing arts high school and a recovering singer-songwriter. And I'm a creative writer and professional advertising demon. On this episode of Girl Manufactured, we're discussing Lelaine Vergara Paras, or as you may have known her on Lizzie McGuire, Miranda Sanchez. Yes. So we're going to be looking at a full-length album, Inside Story, and then two EPs, Haunted, and More Than Words Can Say. And now Paige will kick it off with some cultural context. Well, let's start off with Lelaine herself. Lelaine, she was always booked as Lelaine, but Lelaine Vergara Paras was born on June 3rd, 1987 in Burbank, California. And Gemini. Oh. You know the, you know the, I don't know the... The dates like that. Well, I just, just know the I know, it's just because I know Gemini's. Oh, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. She's been working in the industry since 1999. Her career began with leading roles in Les Mis when <laughs> she landed the role with Broadway National Touring Company. Wow. So Ashley Tisdale. And, and Lelaine. This is a hot role. Definitely. For how old would she have been? 19. It's the Les Mis to Disney pipeline. It <laughs> 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 is. Oh, wow. I wonder, I hope we find another, like, I hope we find another oh, example Oh, we definitely will. So, as Morgan mentioned, most of us know Lelaine from Lizzie McGuire, which was from 2001 to 2004. And it's so silly how short these shows actually run, because it mm-hmm. always seems like it's so long as a kid. Yes. Yeah. That's like how I was thought about Phil of the Future. <laughs> like, when I really think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't really remember. But I think it's because it probably played a lot of the same episodes and stuff. I just probably saw yeah. so much of it that I was like, wow. So from 2001 to 2004, she played Lizzie's Mexican-American best friend, Miranda Sanchez. Oh, I loved her character. Mm-hmm. How much did you watch Lizzie McGuire? Because Lizzie McGuire was, I feel like, a staple. I watched a lot of it. Yeah. Because my sisters really liked it. For context, Morgan, your sisters are how old? At this point, one would have been 15. The other would have been 12. Okay, so Ashley was 12. Yeah. And how old would you have been? Like eight. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They felt so grown up. Miranda's character was amazing. The clothing... Mm-hmm. The statement pieces she wore on that show and the hair. Mm. I think um, I forget which sister of <laughs> of Sleepover Cinnamon said this. <laughs> Sleepover Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepover Cinema said this. I'm sorry. Uh, said that the hairstyles on Liz McGuire were white excellence. <laughs> <laughs> feels so great (laughs) but you know what fuck white excellence because Lelaine is Filipino Woo! I I was so excited to read it when we were doing our research separately Mm -hmm. Morgan texted me and was like did you see she's Filipino and I was like yes we're definitely talking about it uh so if I haven't mentioned already I'm half Filipino um, on my dad's side, white mom, <laughs> white mom, t- it, it's different. She had a life that I could never have imagined. Her parents were f- originally from the Philippines. Damn. Yeah. Um, and in fact, after Liz McGuire, she went to the Philippines and hosted a mini travel series called Flipside. Ooh. You can find it on, you can find clips of it on YouTube. We yeah. gotta watch it. Mm-hmm. Gotta reconnect with my culture. Mm-hmm. But she got to, you know represent disney there and um she was always proud to be a pinoy but it wasn't always easy in 2019 she posted on instagram that she was and i'm getting this from like a news source because her instagram also is private now Mm. but she claimed that she was forced to look basically as white as possible and that negatively affected her self-image she didn't uh, use her surname because it sounded too hispanic slash ethnic and that is why she's normally credited by 
her first name only Lane. So did you see yourself in the character Miranda? Like you saw I <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove <laughs> and Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah, I think so. It's it's hard, right? It gets t- it gets deep. One of the things I wrote is like I needed her. Like I needed her. It was good to see her. Like I said, her clothes were so cool. Like she had like this nonconformist attitude. She was like a spunky one. I felt like I did identify with that in ways. Mm-hmm. But and it would have been the same struggle that in theory the character Miranda would have been having is even though I'd be like, oh, she's so cool, and I'm able to see that now. I'm like. She's still not the white, pretty, blonde, blue-eyed girl main character. Mm. And so I had that list growing up where I was, like, writing down, like, everything I hate about myself. Like, I wanted my nose to be slimmer. Mm. I hated, like, my eyes because, to me, like, they didn't look white enough, but also they didn't look, like, quote-unquote Asian enough because, like, I didn't look, like, this they i didn't look japanese basically Mm -hmm. um or or uh chinese like it's it was rough growing up so it's just hard because you would think in real life that could have been miranda too like that's something that Mm -hmm. we would never see her struggle with in lizzie mcguire like what it's like for her to not be white um but like that's the thing the fact that she's also playing the best friend like that's such a trope and Mm -hmm. I was going to say, thank God we do have Brenda Song, though. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Brenda Song played a best friend on multiple shows. And, of course, when she started playing London Tipton, she was, like, a major character. She was, like, beyond the best friend, mm-hmm. I'd say, at that point. Because she's as iconic as Sharpay. Yeah. Like, she... She is also Disney royalty. Um... <laughs> But uh, these days, kids are a little luckier with the representation. It seems like people, the people growing up today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy Mack premiered on Disney in 2017. Have you heard of Andy Mack? No, <laughs> I don't know why you would have. I yeah. think maybe because, like, why have I heard this? Well, I mean, your your sister wasn't even in college in 2017, so it could have been her. Oh, that's true. Like yeah. we were like Disney kids. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, that was 2017, and that stars Peyton Elfie Lee, who is half Chinese. Nice. Yep. And Asians can always spot another Asian. Um, <laughs> but it's the first Disney show to star a major, a majority Asian American family. Wow. And like cast. Wow. Like you know how that was Raven, for yeah. For black Americans, Asian Americans, yeah. This is... Well, on the Disney Channel. On the Disney Channel. Oh, that, no, there's Tia and Tamara. Maybe way back. But of this, like, this generation, this, like, mm. time period, I would say. But also, Andy Mack was one of the first series, or was the first series on Disney Channel to feature a gay ma- main character. One of her best friends. So if we have Oh, this maybe show, that's how you heard it. Because mm-hmm, isn't, isn't that such a, like... I wish I had that growing up. Things would have been much different for me. <laughs> um, and the creator, Terry Minsky, was the brilliant mind behind, can you guess? Sweet Life? <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Oh. So back to, back <laughs> That's to what Lizzie, we're talking about back here. Back to Lizzie McGuire and Lelaine. Lelaine missed the, the last six episodes of the season, as well as the Lizzie McGuire movie. Mm. We going to get dirt on that? We will. It's it's not. It's not dirt. It's not dirt. Okay. Squash dirt. Squash beef. Was never beef. But I remember that there were rumors that they had beef on set. Did you hear that, or did you just hear? I heard it from you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out here spreading rumors about the beef. But (laughs) when I looked into it, uh, yeah, they were not. It was really just her being double booked by Disney. Um. What, going to the Philippines? No, um, she was working on the DCOM You Wish, which ends up featuring her song, You You Wish. Wish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they were actually friends, her and Hillary. 
So nice. there was no, yeah, we'd meet each other at auditions and stuff. Sometimes we'd hung out after, but always hung out at auditions. So we became kind of close and made our scenes together much easier. Oh, that cute. So yeah, there was no beef. She just okay. was like, yeah. And how old was she when she started um, in the show? Did I not look that up? All right, 87, 2001. Wow, she was 14. Well, wow. you did that math fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still typing it in oh, the Mac. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. I didn't even try. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did not even try. Miranda told Huffington Post in 2015. Basically, she was, basically Miranda said... Miranda. Sorry. Oh my I'm so sorry. I'm so high. Lelaine basically said she would have been really bummed if she had to miss out on You Wish. So she admitted that she could see why a lot of people are like don't understand why she didn't complete Lives in McGuire, but I think she was like real excited, I guess. I don't know. Or well, Disney just forced her. She was was a kid, she like so a was she like a lead role in You Wish? Because <laughs> I, I could so. see like, oh, if it was a bigger role. Than just playing someone's no, sidekick. No, she was not a lead. Oh. Hmm. She okay. was not, like, the lead was this guy. But her song was in it. But it's like mm -hmm. her song could have been it without her yeah. being in it. I don't know. Who knows? I, I, sometimes I wonder what would have happened to her if she had been in the finale mm. and in the iconic movie. Well, what happens in the show? Does she move away? <laughs> I think so. I forget what it was, but there, there was going to be some loose ends tied because they had pitched a Miranda-centric uh, spinoff. Oh. Mm -hmm. But Disney turned it down. They ended up turning it down. <sighs> Losers. Yeah, it would have been technically about Miranda's little sister, oh. but Lelaine still would have been... We would yeah. have seen a lot more of Lelaine. Mm -hmm. Lelaine, I think, around that time, she played um, the guitar, piano, and drums for fun. And later we'll find out she learns the bass. Mm. She's like me. Oh, wait. I play all those instruments. Yeah, you do. I do. So You Wish was in the movie You Wish, and then it was later included on Lelaine's first album. It's her only full-length album called Inside Story, and that was released July 8th, 2003, when Lelaine was just 16 years old. Damn. Can you imagine yeah. doing this as a 16-year-old? It's amazing. <laughs> it's really impressive. <laughs> At the time that this dropped, oh, and the lane was just rocking our world. <laughs> what was the number one song? The first two are the, by each by a. Is it Fifty Cent? <laughs> no. Oh, right, uh, both of them. American the, Idol winner. Yes, both of the the top two spots go to uh, American well, uh, Idol. The They're two only other American Idol people I would know, other Ruben than Sutter? like yes, it, they had a number and one song. He had number two. Number one was Clay Aiken. This is the night. <laughs> I don't. I'd have to listen to it, and I'm what? sure I'd instantly remember Man, it. That's but the I worst number one ever. And number two was Flying Without Wings. Ruben stuttered. Who American was the winner? Idol paid Who someone off on this. <laughs> what? I know. I don't think so because we were all obsessed. Like we were so. American Idol was still revolutionary at this point. Or at least it felt that way. American Idol was a cultural reset. Again, don't know if I'm but, using that term, but, but my gut feels like this is a cultural reset I'm just for like, me. I'm just like, for those to be the number one or two songs, because there was a lot of good music coming out in 2003. Well, let me, let me do the other okay. from the top ten, and I All think right. it'll paint a better picture for All you. Right. Crazy in Love. Yeah, like, come on. That's what I'm saying. That's number three. That's, That's what I'm number saying. Three. Magic stick. <laughs> you <laughs> said 50 cent. <laughs> and Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim, yep. <laughs> 21 questions. There you uh, go. Yeah, like, I knew. I was like, 50 cent has to be on her somewhere. Get busy. Sean Dipple. Rock with you. Ashanti. Ashanti. Oh, my Ooh, God. baby. Bring me to life. Evanescence. <laughs> and Paul <laughs> McCoy. Yep. I don't know who Paul McCoy is, but I sure as hell know Evan S. Yeah, right. I don't know who Paul is. Sorry. Sorry to that man. I know what you want. Oh, Busta Rhymes and Mariah Carey? Mm-hmm. Nice. And, oh, 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 I love this one. 
unwell. <laughs> Matchbox <gasps> 20. Oh, we love Matchbox. We almost drove all the way to the middle <laughs> of Pennsylvania <laughs> to see Matchbox 20 live. Because it would have like also been so much cheaper compared to the concerts we True. go to. Well, no, the tickets were like $35. 35 bucks. <laughs> like, that's, that feels so unheard of these days. Yeah. You mean I'm not paying like $100 for like, like minimum? Oh. It I just felt like such a good throwback to pay lower prices and yeah, l- listen I'm to Matchbox 20. Yeah. For the like seven songs we like. Yeah. <laughs> that would have inevitably been at the end of the set. I hate when they do that. I'm like, yeah. come on, just <laughs> play the good one so I can leave early. <laughs> right. <laughs> play it up front. Anyway. <laughs> Related to music, but again, we got to paint some broader strokes now. Mm-hmm. This year, Carson Daly announced that he would be leaving TRL. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember that shook white America. <laughs> <laughs> like We were like, well, you're leaving what? Because I feel like for the longest time, people like MTV and him, they were one and the same. Yeah. So when he announced he was leaving, white America was a swoop. What? Yeah. And I forget. I don't. It, it got canceled not too long after. And then I think it came back in 2008, but not yeah. with him. Yeah. But he hosted it since 1998 which is like since its inception wow yep april 28 he put mtv on the map yeah april 28 2003 apple opens itunes store yes. uh-huh <laughs> i love how all the cultural stuff it is like it always has to do with apple. there's an apple product being dropped all songs were 99 cents <laughs> can you even buy single songs anymore like I have no idea. They probably cost like one ninety nine now. Who buys their music now? I'm curious. Do a lot of people still do that? Yeah, I know some people like to stick it to the streaming man. Okay, okay. So it's a lot of people doing it out of principle. Yeah, it's not like okay, a thing that you know sometimes older people will be like, "This is how I like to do it, and I'm just gonna keep doing this way," and just really held on. Like really I mean, resisted I, I the know streaming. Pe- I mean, I know people with like. 2006 iPods, so maybe. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I would love to hold that in my hand. I oh, want to like, I s- yeah. Oh, I wish I kept pr- my old i my old iPods. I might have one as like fidget spinners. <gasps> I think we're on. <laughs> like yeah, like the little track. I think we're on to something there. What was your first iPod? I had the iPod Nano, the like iconic, like candy apple green <laughs> one, like Granny that Smith. Would, that would have yeah. been like. One of the first few. Mm-hmm, the lime with then and the other oh they look so beautiful lined up. The hot pink. Mm-hmm. That blue. Oh my god. Mine was an iPod shuffle. <laughs> what did it look like back then? Like a remote. It didn't have a screen or anything. Yeah. I knew that. I knew it looked I knew it didn't have a screen. <laughs> yeah, I was roughing it. Uggs were officially trending. Uggs. Uggs. Uggs were officially trending. How did you feel about Uggs? <laughs> I did not want... I was like, no, I was not into that. I was like... My dad would go to Models <laughs> and pick up shirts for me that were on sale, and that was my <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> that's so fucking gay. That's, like, that's so funny. Oh, my God, I love that. You're like, whatever. <laughs> At least they, like... Knew you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and unlike your dad. Oh, my God. Getting you a right? kid's Bob CD. Oh, stop. <laughs> that is one of my, like... <laughs> you should have gotten you Lelaine's CD. He should have. That would have been so much cooler. Sorry. At FYE. I know <laughs> this is just page lore. I'm sorry. <laughs> With my dad. I love my dad so much. But, like, he's was like a basically a workaholic. And then... he So he didn't really know me that well. My mom knew my, me so well. But my dad went on, like, a trip to see his, like, guy college friends that he hadn't seen in a long time. And he came back and, like, one of the, like, gifts he got me, I don't know why, was, I think, was I in fifth grade at this point? A Kids Bop CD? Well, you know, they're only available in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was like, why did he, yeah. (laughs) My dad went to Ohio State, so that's why, again, why they were there. And I'm just like, what do you... (laughs) Like okay, I, this I, local maybe, band, maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I'm <laughs> conflating two like yeah memories, sure? but like it just felt like this random thing. It wasn't like a birthday or anything 
like he just or christmas he gave us each this a gift and i just was i felt like such a brat you know like i felt so guilty inside and like now and part of it was being like oh i don't like this like kids pop is for babies like you don't understand mom let's just listen to his green day in the car <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yo i don't need kids bop mm -hmm. but now i'm just like oh you weren't being like that bratty like you're also just sad that your dad like ha would have no idea to know that about you mm. but yeah i um <laughs> i didn't mind uggs um and <laughs> i actually got some hand pairs from uh, my cousin katie shout out to her sorry i took us on a tangent <laughs> finding nemo was in theaters so great pirates of the caribbean came out the next day july 9th the july issue of vanity fair the cover you're gonna remember this cover J -Lo? uh uh not this featured amanda Bynes, alexis bladell mary kate olsen ashley olsen obviously mandy lindsay moore lindsay lowen mm -hmm. evan rachel wood oh, raven simone and hillary duff Wow. We need this one on our coffee table. Right? Oh my God. That would be an amazing <laughs> that's our coffee Mount Rushmore. Table. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what was going on when what the heck is his name? The name of this thing again? Inside Story. Inside Story came out. I'm sorry. It's that <laughs> it's should nothing indicate personal. That's indicate that should indicate how I feel about this album. Mm. Ooh. Okay. Should we jump right into it? I guess so. Just it's not all right, so uh, Again, it's 2003 for the first one we're talking about, Inside Story. Lelaine is venturing in the music scene while still starring in Lizzie McGuire. It's, you know, about the tail end. After leaving the show, she released this debut album. The album itself saw minor success, though she did um, travel throughout the country and perform with Radio Disney. It has 10 songs on it. It's Lelaine's only full-length album released to date, and it's not on any streaming services we could only find it on youtube out of the 10 songs lalane wrote six songs on the album including life is good can't stop and save myself it's heavily a pop rock album which i, lo I love pop rock me too and yes and in 2004 she was signed to warner bros records and then released her only ep haunt it which we're also going to discuss in this episode uh fun fact in 2004 if You Want to Rock, uh, it was on the soundtrack for the Disney Channel original movie, Pixel Perfect. Oh, that movie. Yeah, yeah. I have no data available for Inside Story, or so nothing specific to where it charted, how much it sold, and there are no critic critic reviews this does not bode well for yeah. story. <laughs> but um and I, I was able to pull a few <laughs> online reviews when it's such a flop you can't even get a critic to comment damn, damn. was it a flop or did no one push it oh that's true poor yeah. lane yeah come on now sorry i'm <laughs> such a so uh c word <laughs> <laughs> i pulled a few online reviews on amazon reviews said it was a very good album considering it was her first one, and she was 16. Uh, That's very true. She's yeah. a child. Yeah. Other comments were, all tracks rock. On Discogs, which is like a review website for music, with three reviews, it received a total score of 3.7 out of 5 stars. That's pretty good. So definitely a deep cut. And it's probably such a, a, deep like cut. a cult classic. You know what? That's what I need to look. This is a cult classic yeah. in a way. Yeah. All right. So kicking it off, we had something. I th I thought it I thought it was a good kickoff to an album. She's 16. It's her first one. I I loved the angst in this song. I mean the whole album really, but in this song, we had something. Don't act like it was nothing. What'd you think? Yeah, I said belts right out the gate. Yeah, like just goes in there full force. I like her voice. Mm -hmm. It's kind of raspy. Yep, yep. <laughs> I wrote. It's like if the lead singer of Creed were a teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's especially when she sings, like, something. Oh, that was good. Thank that you. That was really <laughs> I think you just need to sing like that. Like, that's I need to channel my inner Lelaine. Well, I'm like, I always think everyone can sing. They just need to find what fits them, yes. you know? I'm not half Filipino. I'm half Lelaine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Just the way I think she said something. It really. I wrote the lyrics reminisce about a failed relationship that clearly seemed to mean more than the narrator than her ex. Mm. This road has ended and I never comprehended that you would have pretended not to feel anything at all. We had something. Don't act like it was nothing. I was crazy to think I was your baby. Damn. Next up, All Fall Down. Again, I was really impressed by the melodies. You know, just like with Allie and AJ, you can tell she knows what she's doing. Like, no one just threw her in, in a studio because they wanted to make money off of her. Yeah, the the lyrics, like, it's a long, lonely road. Where do I go? Looking for some place that feels like home. I really like the line, it's my dignity that's saving me tonight. And then this is really relatable. Is this just a phase? Will all my tomorrows be this way? That Oof. is really some great teenage angst. Yeah. Save Myself. It's a pure ballad here. It's just vocals and piano. And I, I, it wasn't for me. I didn't like her uh, vocal vocals yeah. just with the piano. So I would say it's a skip for me. Probably my least favorite on the album. I wrote boring sorry girl like i feel really bad because i know she helped write this but like it is so interesting to get like a 16 year old's point of view on these things so like she asks herself is this what it's come to she seems to think like breaking up or letting go of someone she cares about is like the only way to save herself mm. and the breakdown also is so sad considering her age when she wrote this Ooh. You reach a point in life, you have to decide between what you want and what you need to survive. Ooh. Like, is this like foreshadowing something? Yeah, I'm like, this is so sad. There's not much about her. Like, not only is this album a deep cut, like, Lelaine <laughs> as a person feels like a deep cut because she just never she's not in the spotlight how all the other people are mm -hmm. and i know she like had a somewhat of a rough life i don't know how rough just spoiler alerts she ends up having a meth addiction later in life but it'll happen to you it'll happen to you yeah like that's part of the what's just so shitty about growing up a per in person of color daughter of immigrants in this time on a show like this in an industry that protects the adults and not the children and like lets them work in grueling conditions and all this mm -hmm. just awful shit and then who knows what other like mental stuff but i know she's come out on the other side so thank god but like that's such a deep thing to say for a 16 year old yeah deciding between like what you want and what you just need to do is to survive like of all the things that she helped write mm. like that's yeah. heart that's heartbreaking mm. you wish after a really disappointing song we get you wish which is really fun upbeat and yeah. I think it might be my favorite on the album yeah I wrote this chorus it's like it's catchy yeah she was singing her heart out mm-hmm and the lyrics tell the story of pining for someone and possibly unrequited love. Ooh. And I think it's interesting that this song is written in second person. Yeah. So as you see yourself lost in his kiss, you wish. And I think <laughs> that maybe some of the reason it was written in second person like that is because it was featured in You Wish. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's in the scene where, like, I forget his name. He's this Tweety and even Stevens, but he plays the main character in You Wish and, like, he wakes up after like undoing his original wish that wreaked a bunch of havoc and he's mm -hmm. all excited and this song plays. And so it's like when you said waking up um, and you see blah, 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 whatever the lyrics are, you see him waking up in the movie. So I'm like, mm. is that the only reason it's it's written like this? Mm. <laughs> to just, it's because it was written for this moment in the movie? Probably. Probably. Can't stop. Another track she co-wrote. Yes. And... What did you think of it? <sighs> I loved it. Be you could tell a kid wrote the these. <laughs> and like, so it's like. I loved it too. They're, they feel like camp. Saw a movie. It was kind of bad. Who kept talking behind my back? <laughs> got a burger and I only <laughs> ate half. It was one of those days. You just got to laugh. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> it's. <laughs> relatable <laughs> right i was like i 
That I was me the other day. This. I only ate half a burger. Did you really? You didn't eat. I would have finished that. No, I'm if just playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? You made really good burgers the other day. I was like, <laughs> I would have eaten that. <laughs> I want to like, know if, if you heard this, but when I was finally on this song, I was like, what? who does this? Like, who is she sounding like on these songs? I feel like this song in particular just exemplified it. And I got, like, heavy Gwen Stefani, no doubt, error vibes. <gasps> Do you hear it? Fuck. My mind is blown yeah because she would oh she could do no doubt stuff right so oh she would fucking kill them. Mm-hmm. she has that gwen stefani energy yes like even just as a person it, well she doesn't pretend to be asian she is <laughs> <laughs> so that's different <laughs> But like she's what song? It wasn't even a song that was on here. We'll talk about it. But like when she performed on all that, when she performs live, I'm like, oh, this is so fun. Mm-hmm. I love her. And I mean, even with her having the backup dancers, and like of all of these Disney things, the yeah. backup dancers are always going way harder <laughs> than the actual star. But I didn't really mind because like it felt like you were at a, like a little rock concert yeah you know like she was really out there doing that she was another thing about the lyrics i need to discuss mm-hmm. about this this feels like taylor swift stuff right here <laughs> i was walking out when not the sound but the content yeah. mm-hmm. i was walking out when you walked in with your james dean glasses and your elvis pin oh what a tween fantasy like love at first sight basically at the freaking moving movie theater Mm-hmm. Cause that was like a safe place to go without adults. Well, I'm sure fucked up shit has had the movie theaters, but like that felt like a place like your parents could drop you off, you know? Yeah, and like leave there's you, an arcade and, and leave like you movie. un chaperoned for a little bit. Leave you unsupervised. Like, yeah, like when you'd go to the mall, and it does the thing that that we talked about last week. That in the last verse, the story changes. Yes, yes. Cause she saw a movie. Now the burger's really great. <laughs> and the pin you were wearing, you put in my hand. Ooh. As I'm walking out the door with my James Dean man. Oh. Oh, the singing, though, like the sighing in this cracked me up. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the fake sighs, the fake laughs, they get me every time. Then we have, you know how to hurt a girl. I liked it. It had some nice harmonies. The quality on the YouTube of this, because because we can't stream anywhere, it was so trash for me. I feel mm. like could, at a certain point I was like, is there like a violin swelling? But do they also have like thunderstorm noises? Or was just... <laughs> I, was I, I don't know about the thunderstorm noises. But <laughs> or firework noises But like or it's definitely a slower song. So yeah, I think there was some some strings well the reason i wasn't sure if there's a thunderstorm because the lyrics said when the rain stopped falling you call me out of the blue acting like nothing's happened oh that's just like you and this is really about to me someone who was only there for the good times and like checks out when things get tough Mm. Mm -hmm. what do they call those fair weather friends yep Mm. don't like those all right true to me I I just kind of it was a little forgettable. I probably would skip it, but I mean I I the notion of the song was nice. Having to be true to me. <laughs> yeah. I as soon as it came out I was like god another ballad girl. Yeah. It's uh, ballads just aren't not that she can't do it, but I'm like, this is... You got to know your lane. Like, like, me, I know I can't do a ballad, you know? It's yeah. not... Well, when you said Gwen Stefani, I got so... Or, just like, no when doubt, no specifically doubt, yeah. no doubt. I was like, oh, like, that got me so excited because I know she'd kill that. Yeah. She and uh, Miranda Cosgrove could do a great, like, <gasps> one way or another duet. That'd be so good. Fuck. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> oh. we need AI, a AI, get on that. AI, no, 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 no. Fuck AI for that. AI, write up a petition yeah, to get them to do that. Go. Get the fans to sign. There oh, it go. was so good. I would love that. Uh, yeah, but the message is great. To your point, um, 
I never needed someone else to want me to make me feel wanted because deep down inside, I've always known who I am. All I am is true to me faithfully. The one point I've mm-hmm. rust- honestly, I've wrestled with conformity. Hmm. Um, this is just, I, I, I found humorous. I'm like, it's quite an unpoetic way of saying it, but it, it does rhyme. Mm-hmm. So you got the rhyme in there. It's just funny because it's such a, a plain way to say it. Shake what you got. Yeah, a little fun dance song. You'll get something more upbeat again. Mm-hmm. But I did not love it. Yeah, that's fair. Melodically, I just, it wasn't my favorite. This goes into like the real corny territory mm. to me, for me. Yeah. Uh, ready or not, no matter what, do a little groove thing. <laughs> I guess it's a New Year's Eve party. Take that clock off the wall. Times Square is about to drop the ball. Oh, God. But she has the like rock and roll spunk in this song, mm-hmm. which I do like. I appreciate what it's trying to do. It's just like not my favorite. That's fair. Running in circles. This is so boring to me. Oh. But you know me. Like, I, I'm just, for whatever reason, I'm very bad with slow songs. If you if you want to rock. Ugh. My second least favorite on the <laughs> album. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. We've had the opposite opinions on this whole thing. I love it. I said, like, I don't even care if it's corny. It's fucking fun. All you got to do is turn your radio on. Oh, amazing. Radio, come and save me tonight in the end. The repetition of that. I was like, yes, I love this. Eh. <laughs> All right. How about Life is Good? The final song. Yeah. And she co-wrote this one, right? Yes. It was so slow again. So I was like, again, bored. Oh, uh, but did you hear like the bongos or the conga yes. on the track? Yes. Oh, oh my God. I love that you said that because I literally wrote, ask Morgan, what are those drums? They're the same, t- <laughs> They're the same type of drums in Kiss the Girl from Little Mermaid, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that was my reference for what the so type funny. of drums are. You can hear it, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I liked the lyrics though. Yes, I did write that. Again, like they're, the lyrics like... I feel like as a writer, her writing isn't as mature as like Allie or AJ's. Oh, no. But the not. sentiments are like, they don't need to be that because like, oh, you're again, you're a, you're a child. Yeah. And, and thinking and, it from that point of view of like, no, like I was if I were yeah, 16, like, yeah. yeah and knowing that like, she didn't work with any big name producer, mm-hmm. like it's really impressive. Yeah. They Better f- than what I was doing at That's 16. That's the thing is they did not <laughs> set her up for success. Which I will get into in my final thoughts. Because I got some spicy final thoughts. Ooh, okay. I just like feel like people did Lelaine dirty in a way that they didn't do with Vanessa Hudgens. <sighs> and they should have kicked her. They, were, they tried. <laughs> they gave her all the like all the famous people. <laughs> all right, shall we move into Haunted? Yes. All right, it's a three song EP, and it was uh, apparently it was put out by LVP Entertainment in two thousand four. So this is only like a year later. Yep, more pop rock. Fun fact, it was produced by Billy Burnett, which I don't know if you know who that is, but he was a part of the band Fleetwood Mac. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. What'd you think about Haunted? I liked it. There was like... It I was think Haunted wasn't my favorite, but Joyride and Such a Night, I enjoyed. Okay. Yeah. D- d- like, definitely a darker song with Haunted. I liked it. It was a little, maybe a little forgettable, though. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. But, like, Joyride? So jo- yeah, Joyride. Uh, again, the lyrics feel kind of juvenile, but it's oh, yeah, fun. Like- but it's fun. Right? Okay, this is really a deep cut, but this is how I imagine, like, the 16-year-olds and Revolutionary Girl, Utena, like, mm-hmm. my one favorite anime felt, like, ri- driving in this red convertible mm-hmm. that, like, basically represented sex. Oh. Was, yeah, it okay. watch Revolutionary Girl Utena. It's on YouTube for free. Um, but yeah, this is just like, oh, this is what it sounds like to be like a sixteen-year-old who's imagining what other sixteen-year-olds are doing <laughs> that like yeah. are actually like, you know, not afraid to like mm-hmm. break the rules and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this is like what I would have thought because I wasn't doing anything in yeah. high school. Yeah, it gave me more no doubt vibes too on Joyride. Uh, 
I love the Snow Dow comparison. Yeah, yeah. And then the last song on the EP, Such a Night. Meh. Meh. Not a fan. I liked that it was a rockabilly song. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that's what, what I didn't like. But like, it was, and I'm not even a big, I'm not even like really a rockabilly fan. I was just like, Paige is the biggest. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. Like, I just like seeing her, hearing her have fun. All right. Then we fast forward to 2009. This EP was called More Than Words Can Say, and it was self-released by Lelaine. Now, how did you even come across this? Because I did not see this anywhere in her discography. <laughs> I <laughs> was on YouTube, and you know how it has the playlist on the uh-huh. side? Like, I think it was either recommended or in, like, one of these, like, deep cut fans who, I guess, had the CD and uploaded stuff and liked it. I, I Shout out to that person. Yes. <laughs> I should have. Sorry. I should have, like, we should have got your their name. Yeah. Like. So other people could experience it. Well, I guess I could just share the link. It was more so that I wanted to give them yes. <laughs> give you a little shout out because I we wouldn't have been able to listen to any of this. Yeah, she's 21 or 22 at this point. So I was like, okay, ha- have her lyrics matured or anything? Has her voice matured? Maybe a little bit. Um, this won't hurt a bit. The only thing I wrote, sorry, I started listening to these late. So the only thing I wrote was gong of a grandfather clock. (laughs) 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 That's that's the only, the only note I have. (laughs) How about doing just fine? I liked that. It was again, more of a rock sound. Yeah. I, I really liked it. That's her forte. I (laughs) noted that one person and I'm with them. Someone 14 years ago wrote, Email it to me, please. <laughs> please spell PLZ, which just made it, and everything's lowercase. I don't know. It was just so good. Email it to me, please. Like, what? <laughs> what was the user's name? I'm sorry. I can't you shout should, out this user. You should reply to it 14 years later. <laughs> like, did they ever email you? you? Did they ever email you? Because I want it too. <laughs> I want this file. <laughs> but again, I have a streaming service, so I can't like upload a song that I download from YouTube. Yeah. <sighs> All right, and then the last song, My Jam. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. My Jam. <laughs> oh my fucking God. Was the, one of the worst songs. <laughs> but amazing. Well, one of her worst songs, and probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard. <laughs> First of all, this is why I was like. I'm like, oh, how? I'm like, is she just like really not going through a good time? Because this is not good. Like, again, I was like looking for the lyrics to mature. This is doesn't sound like anything. It's not her. It doesn't sound like her vibe. I don't know what she was trying. It's like a song about clubbing with maybe an interpolation of Funky Town. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like some of the lyrics and then how they were delivered. Uh huh. Like the delivery, it was cringe. Like. So when I push my body up on you, it's to let you know I want your flashlight? (laughs) Bro, what? (laughs) Wait, how did I not catch that? And then she goes, (laughs) and then she goes, because I'm a dirty girl. Oh, the part that I, the part that I wrote down is she, she, when she, when she chant sings, sexy, sexy, I'm sexy, (laughs) sexy. God. And how about, it's getting hot. I want to take my clothes off. I need some help. <laughs> like, that's like a porn line. <laughs> Hi. Right? <laughs> like, I need to take my shirt up. <laughs> I have a cramp in my arm. <laughs> uh, this was like completely self-released. This is, that's one of the other things we should know. This yeah. is not with Fleetwood Mac no. or anybody. This is no Warner Bros. No Fleetwood this Mac. This was posted to Facebook 14 years ago. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So as you can see, it almost you can tell the progress is mm. like this is why I'm like it's so bad. But I I just know that she's not not going doing well through a good time. And like she had such high hopes as a kid. Like when she was in a Filipino like she was talking to the Filipino press over there about Flipside that uh, tourism mm-hmm. Filipino show I was talking about. The newspaper says this. Breaking into the local scene is also a possibility, but she plans to continue with her singing and acting career and win an Oscar or a Grammy in the future. Oh, She said life is short. 
No matter what I do, I have to. I just have to be happy. I'm glad that my family and friends keep me grounded. I'm just thankful for to God and all the blessings. I'm always proud to be a Filipino. Like so bright and sweet, and it makes me sad to know that like, yeah, she went through a tough time. So she did have troubles with the law. Mm. Um, unfortunately, in 2007, at the age of 20. She was arrested and charged with felony possession of meth, Ooh. to which she later pled guilty. And after failing to appear at a mandatory court hearing, a $50,000 bench warrant for her arrest was issued, but later recalled. And as part of her plea door and mandatory completion at a court-mandated drug rehab, the possession charge was expunged off her record. So she had that. She talked to Huffington Post about this. She said, I had a time where I went through what I call my dark years, where I just went nuts and stupid, just being angry and acting like I was so badass. Mm -hmm. That just turned into me digging myself in a deep hole. And after I got arrested, that was like a slap in the face that I needed to turn my perspective around. Mm. She said, I'm in a completely different place now, which is why it was so awesome that I felt good when I saw Hillary. I think this was like 2015 maybe or something mm -hmm. um she's like hopefully we'll keep in touch now she and i exchanged numbers she texts me a couple times and it's just such Aww. a trip to randomly see her name pop up my phone now Aww. it's like yeah we might not have spoken for 14 years but somehow it's one of those things where it's probably just going to pick up where it left off which is so sweet mm -hmm. and then they did get together again years later during the uh quarantine so the cast of Liz and McGuire, they got together and recorded like a mini reunion on Zoom. Oh, and they did like a table reading. I think I remember that. Mm -hmm. They did between a rock and a bra place. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if Lillian was going to be on the Disney plus Lizzie McGuire reboot, but it was scrapped anyway. Because they were trying to keep it a PG rating. Boo. And uh, like even Hilary Duff was like, yeah. The realities of putting... She's like, it's supposed to be following a woman in her 30s. You want this to be PG? <laughs> what? <laughs> also, four years ago, she was on Christy Carlson Romano's Throwback Kitchen. Um, nice. And she wore Miranda's iconic red plaid hat, which was <laughs> like a staple in Miranda's wardrobe. We got to Photoshop it on you in the next photo. Oh, my God. I would love that. I would love to cosplay as Miranda. Ooh. We should do that. And I'll be Gordo. Yeah. So and Kayla yeah, can be Lizzie. Frank, <laughs> my friend Kayla, she has a blonde wig. So break it out one more time. But it makes sense that, like, like I said, if you already are suffering with certain stuff, and then just the trauma of growing up mm -hmm. <laughs> as a young girl yep. in this industry, and yep. like I said, person of color, like daughter of immigrants, like all like all these different things and then who knows if she had some like stuff running in the family like god knows <laughs> i do um miranda said oh my god oh. <laughs> 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 i'm so sorry Lilane. that's so like <laughs> rude i feel so bad um i think it's just because i connected <laughs> with miranda so much but at the same time Maybe it's good she was out of the spotlight because mm -hmm. you don't want to spiral like this and have everybody up your ass about it. Like, it's not fair. It's just fucked up that you'd have to go through all of that with, like, a microscope on you. So for that, I'm glad that, like, it's better to have, like, where is she now than, like, having that all mm -hmm. should go down on TMZ. Oh, and also not to mention her getting kicked out of the band Vanity Theft. She played the bass in that band for only a year maybe less than i don't know all i know is she started in 2010 and at some point in 2011 she was asked to leave it was never disclosed why but i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it had to do with like drugs or some sort of mental health thing have you ever been asked to leave anything so i was threatened to be kicked out of my mental health practice <laughs> That's how crazy I am, y'all. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. Um, but yeah, she was just like, always go, go, go. She said she didn't really know what a kid's life was. Now she's just That's apparently sad. holding down a job to pay the bills and doing random little projects. Did you say how she was discovered? No. Let me see. Oh! <gasps> 
Lillane, her sister Christina, had to beg her mom to drive her to her singing coach for vocal training in 1997, which she paid for in three months. It was then that Lillane was discovered and performed as Little Cosette in Les Mis. Oh, right. You had said yes. I would be so pissed. Can you imagine if that happened with me and Lee? I don't know if Christina's (sighs) younger or older, but can you imagine if and Lee did go to singing lessons? Can you imagine if she went and then I tagged along sang and was discovered for Broadway? <laughs> Lee would she would murder you. I was gonna say she'd kill herself. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, sorry, sorry. I trigger warning on alive herself, and it's something <laughs> my sister has to work on. Which she does. would she find this funny? <laughs> I hope so. I'll ask her. <laughs> Lee will vet this. This is Morgan and Paige in post production chiming in to say we called my sister, and they did indeed give us permission to make this joke. We have one more song to talk about that I just remembered. Uh, Did you hear it? We're going to you might have to do a live react or a pause and then you I need your reactions. There's a song that I don't remember how this came about. Uh, I'm not your girl. And there's a music video for it. Oh, let's do a live react. Let's live react. Okay. This was like really popular. I like kind of vaguely this remember is amazing. this. It's so good. And she looks so cute. Like her look. Stop. She sounds just like Gwen and No Doubt. It's so good. And this has like No Doubt vibes. Yeah, even the fucking music video. The music video is Oh, it's so good. This would this right, is this, the song. This needs to go on the Spotify if it were if we could find this. <laughs> I'm not your girl would be on manufactured bops hands down it's good and it's really good i she was bef- yeah she was before her time yeah this came out in 2005 2005 so how old would she have been then math come on 18. morgan 18 she was born in 87 right yeah and she like come on she's clearly talented they did not push her how she needed to be pushed yes this comment here this one Disney Channel star that deserves more fame. She was so underrated as a singer. Mm. Yes. Yeah, oh my God. Stop this comment. Mm. She was like the first Demi Lovato of Disney. <gasps> that that vibe. Someone said, yeah, it was a pick me girl anthem before pick me girls were even a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like a great happy note, I think, to end this on. Is that Lilane is underrated. She had so much potential. Yes. Uh, Disney fumbled it. Disney fumbled it. Warner Bros. fumbled it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I would love for Lilane to make some more music and, again, lean into this stuff. Not whatever that my jam (laughs) (laughs) was. I don't understand how that was anyone's jam. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's not good. But this, girl, I would support you. And ditto to what Morgan said. Brandon Cosgrove, Lelaine, get together. Please, please leave a review and we will enter you to win some little goodies. I'm talking fun stickers, maybe a Claire's item or two. Just little like treasure box fun things. Um, Yeah, so within the next like two weeks if you leave a review i will put your name in the running for little goodies little throwback goodies all right thanks for tuning in thank you